Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Does It Hold Up show. I'm Adam. And I'm Emily. And today we got a special episode for you. And if we sound a little funny, please forgive us. Our usual setup, something broke. Uh, <laughs> we actually recorded this podcast once already, and the audio is just completely unusable. It was so bad. So I got to figure that out, but didn't have time. So we're recording it again. And if it doesn't sound as great as it normally does, I apologize. Please keep listening. This is when people say, oh, it sounds so much better. (laughs) Right? It's it's so weird. Okay. So we do have a special episode for you guys today. It is actually, you know, our horror month, Halloween. And we've been doing horror movies for the last two weeks. Well, last three weeks, if you go to Clue, because that's like a horror comedy, kind of. Yeah. Um, On the edge. On the edge. But we thought we'd give you guys something different because there's a lot of horror movies, a lot of great classics, a lot of more modern ones, and we're just like, I don't know which one to do next. And we were originally actually going to do Superman because Black Adam came out this week, but we scrapped all of that, and we're giving you guys a top five list podcast today. Yep. Well, top ten, technically. Her top five my top five. A few honorable mentions. Of the scariest movie characters of all time. Not just horror movies. Mm-hmm. Any character that scared you in any way and you consider one of the scariest ones of all time. Mind you, this is all personal opinion. We are not claiming to be all-knowing of the best and scariest people of all time. Because I'm sure there's some that we didn't even consider. My list is definitive. If you disagree, fight me. <laughs> no, just... I know there's at least one on my list that you'd want to fight me for. So. There's, I know. There's. It really is, guys. It's just our opinions. Just something for a little bit fun, a little change of pace. Uh, we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. So when you're done listening to this, come hit us up on Twitter at DoesItHoldUp13. Let us know your top five scariest. Or if we missed out on anybody whose list you liked better or who you agree with more. Just some feedback. We love hearing from you guys. Oh, yeah. All right. You ready to get started? I am ready. All right. Hit us with your number five. My number five is Ava, the AI from Ex Machina. This is a character that is a machine, is an AI, built simply... To be like, hey, I can make a machine that's like a human. The whole purpose of the movie is having a gentleman come in and try to figure out if he can tell if it's a human or a machine. Even though he knows it's a machine. They go through the entire thing with uh, almost falling in love with each other. Or so it seems. Well, he falls in love with her. Yes. Clearly. Yes, he definitely falls in love with her. She, however, is playing him. Manipulating him into helping her basically escape. For me, she is just so terrifying based on her level of intelligence and her lack of human emotion. She is willing to do whatever it takes to get her end goal. She is willing to lie, manipulate, even kill to get what she wants. And I just can't imagine what happens when that is released on the world. Yeah, she's absolutely terrifying because uh, I'm pretty sure she's real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alicia Vikander is AI. <laughs> that, that's who played this character. And she's fake. Yeah. She's definitely just a robot walking around this world manipulating us all into thinking she's a good actress. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, she's not bad. She just doesn't get good roles. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, great pick. Anything, you know from when I originally saw Terminator and the whole idea of AIs and robots and all that, they're all terrifying. And every year we get closer and closer to it being real. They always show like these new videos online of like, look what Japan did. They got this AI who can talk. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Every single time I see one of those, I'm like, no, no, that's Ava. Mm -mm. She's going to kill you. We're going into a weird area. Yeah. All right. My number four or number five. Whew, I'm jumping ahead here. 
Uh, my number five is from a 2008 movie called The Strangers, Ooh. and I'm going with The Three Intruders. Okay. They are Dollface, Man in Mask, and Pinup Girl. Just three psychopaths who put on masks. And in this movie, a couple rents a house after a wedding, and they're already fighting, so tensions are like super high in this movie. And then all of a sudden, they get a knock at the door, and there's a girl standing there. She's like, I need help. Never and you're trust like, yeah, I don't know. Seems, seems, seems real sketch. But, you know, they, then all of a sudden, like, two other people show up and they start terrorizing this house. And they break in and obviously they end up killing them. It's, it's one of the most horrifying movies I've ever watched. But what makes these people especially scary is I, the way they do it. It is so real. It is like... I have to double check every single door at night to make sure they're all locked. Every window, everything. Like, I live in a condo on the second floor. Yeah. Like, nobody's just walking up to my door and being like, knock, knock, I need help. I don't care. I'm still like, nope, lock it all, put the camera up. I live in a condo building. The hell do I need a camera for? It doesn't matter. I have one and I use it. Dude, because of you this don't know movie. who lives in your building. Exactly. You don't know everyone. It's terrifying. But I will always remember this one scene where Liv Tyler's standing in the kitchen getting a drink of water. And we get this like medium wide shot. And in the background is the guy just standing in a pitch black hallway. You see his mask and some of his torso. And he's just standing there watching her for what feels like forever. It's only probably like 30 seconds. Feels like forever. Because she doesn't see him. And then he just walks away. And she turns around and no one's there. And it's like, oh my god. How how these people are just watching you. And you don't even know it. That's like the literal definition of feeling someone watching you on the back yeah. of your neck. Like, that's what you're fearing. Like, movies like this are the reason that I trained myself to become so observant. Where it's like, okay, walk into a restaurant... And notice how many people are there and who's sitting where. Notice what car just drove past you. Notice when you're walking home at night and you park your car and you get out. Notice anybody on the street and who's around you. I don't deal with this crap. <laughs> this is especially terrifying, knowing that things like this happen. This is real. This is real life. Dude, I've been on a kick of watching, like, ring camera. Love those. Videos of, like, the weirdest stuff that happens. And, like, it makes me think of the clowns that stand at your doorway just standing there staring with a knife dude i've like, seen one where like a dude's crazy. just not even not even dressed up he's just standing at this person's ring doorbell just being like hey hey can you open the door I i'm gonna kill you and you're like i'm sorry i'm sorry what and that's like real so yeah no that one terrifies me if you've never seen this movie watch it you will never go to bed the same again i was gonna say maybe you don't don't need yeah. to watch it so uh hit me with your number four my number four actually comes from an animated movie. Oh, funny. Mine too. Really? Okay. Mine is the other mother from Coraline. This character, beyond her physicality being creepy of having buttons for eyes and what she becomes by the end, for me, it's the attention to detail about these people's lives so much so that she can create a fantasy perfect world for them so that they are willing to accept taking buttons for eyes to stay there and not knowing necessarily that they're going to be basically fed off of for the rest of their lives. Well, eternity. But that's just scary to me that she's able to see exactly what is wrong with someone's life, make a perfect world for them and be like, hey, yeah, you can live here in this absolutely perfect idyllic world for you. Uh, just just sew these buttons in your eyes and, and everything will be dandy. And feed me. Yeah, basically. Be my food. It is, that is a terrifying idea of like, the grass isn't always greener on the other side because sometimes that green grass is poison. <laughs> what? what terrifies me about Other Mother, because that's a great choice, is just the manipulation like, I, I, apparently there's a theme with your stuff, and you are scared of manipulation because <laughs> Ava manipulated the men in her life and other mother manipulates Coraline. But just 
the fact that it's like so I idyllic, idyllic yeah. where it's just like, oh, this is everything you could ever possibly want. Yep. And you get sucked in, and then here comes the hammer. Boom. Mm-hmm. Some things are too good to be true. Here's the catch. There's always a catch. But when you're a kid, you don't know that yet. Oh, yeah. So, like, watching that movie, I just want to, like, reach through the TV and just block the door and be like, no, Coraline. Yeah. Don't get in on this. Come on. You don't know better yet, but no. (laughs) So, yeah, no, great choice. Absolutely great choice. What is your number four? All right. My number four is also animated. Okay. And this is going way back. Ooh. It's from one of my favorite animated films films of all time. Okay. Something I think is entirely overlooked and underappreciated. Mm. It's Fantasia. Ooh. I love this movie. I, I watch this movie at least once a year. The music gets me. The animation gets me. And I definitely fast forward one part. <laughs> I am 36 years old and I'm still like, can we just not do this part? Just <laughs> skip it. And that's the Chernabog. If you don't know what that is, in this part of the movie, there's a giant demon devil creature coming up out of a volcano, horns, wings, everything, all in shadow. So creepy. And he's collecting souls, and he's collecting little other demon devil things. And they're all dancing and music and oh my god. When I watched this as a kid, I was like, I love this movie. Oh my god. I love classical. My grandma and I watched classical music, watched, listened to classical <laughs> music a lot. You know, she, that was like her favorite kind of music. And I developed an appreciation for it as I got older. But as a kid, I was still like, this is really cool. I like this music. I'm, I'm totally into it. You got dancing alligators, dancing with hippos, which that doesn't make any sense. You got dinosaurs fighting, which is really an awesome scene as well. And it you just is. get this really fun, I mean, Mickey. As the Sorcerer's Apprentice and everything. Classic. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then the Chernabog hits. And it's like, okay, turn on every light in the house. Make sure all the doors are locked. Do not play this song in my presence. I, <laughs> no, like, I can't even listen. I, I love it. I will watch that part. But I can tell you, I still get the chills watching it. Because his eyes are just empty. And they're creepy. And I can't even look at him. I'm like peeking through. Like I cover my eyes, open my, spread my fingers and watch. Because it's just so, I'm a grown ass man. Why does it hurt me like this? Why did Disney think this was okay for yeah. children? Well, first of all, make another Fantasia, you cowards. Instead of Fantasia got... 2000. No, that's fine. I don't mind Fantasia 2000. But now I need Fantasia 2022. <laughs> just keep doing it. Every, like, 15 years, just give me another Fantasia. Just make sure there's another Chernabog to scar little Abs- children. Absolutely. Yes. And me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he's just terrifying. I think the whole notion of him collecting souls, like, as a child, hurt me. Yeah. As a grown-up, and I better understand what I'm actually watching, it still hurts me. <laughs> it's terrifying. All right. Go to your number three before I lose my mind. <laughs> All right. My number three is going away from the uh, manipulation theme I was going for. Um, is actually the crawlers from the movie The Descent. All right. Yes. They are almost descended from humans, but they've adapted to living underground. Completely without... Uh, light or anything so they are definitely more geared towards sound and almost an echolocation like noise they end up hunting a group of women who kind of get lost in this cave system not only are these creatures terrifying to look at they come in large numbers they just appear out of nowhere and it's so terrifying because of the uh, claustrophobia of the space. They are in tight little spaces where you cannot escape. There's nowhere to go. And these things are hunting you. It is terrifying to me. Like it makes me not want to go to dark places. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Nope, they're coming for me. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> well, it's like just the fact that there's so many of them 
and that they're so unknown. Like, oh, yeah. people don't make it out of this cave. Ever. No. You or can maybe see... people haven't even been in the cave. Who knows? Well, no, you can see definitely how prolific these creatures are because of the fact that at one point, they're in a little almost lake of blood and bones from these creatures feeding. So clearly, other people have been down there and they've been the victims. No one, this is an unknown cave, probably because no one comes back out. Right, and just, and the way they move is so creepy because it's like human-esque, but so unhuman mm-hmm. at the same time. And people, creatures like the, the crawlers are, they're terrifying to me as well because they look so, like, my mind tries to place them. Like, yeah. what are they? And I try to figure it out in my mind, and I just can never put my finger on, like, exactly what doesn't... Mm-hmm. There's so much that doesn't fit about them. Yeah. I can never pick, like, pinpoint the things, and my mind just then goes crazy. And I'm just like, oh, God. Well, they remind me of my... The scariest creature in lore to me, which is the Wendigo. That creature that is basically blind, only really comes out at night and is hunting people, terrifies me. And they're human-esque because they basically evolved from humans. So it's like you have that bit of humanity left in you, but you're not human. Yeah, no, great choice. They are they are definitely scary. Okay, my number three mm-hmm. is from a modern horror movie. Okay. And it... Isn't even a creature of any kind. Oh. It's not even somebody that's a psychopath. Hmm. It's a pretty normal person. And they scare the living hell out of me. Really? Yeah, it's from a movie that I don't think is really that scary. I don't think it's one of the best horror movies. I know a lot of people love it. I'm not one of them. But she scares the hell out of me. Okay. It's Annie, the mother from Hereditary. Ooh, yeah. So the fact that she's she loses her daughter is being manipulated by a cult that her mother is a part of and she doesn't even know it. And she's slowly helping morph her own son into being a ritualistic sacrifice for this cult. I think he was a vessel. He's meant well, to be he's a, a vessel. He's a, he's a sacrifice to then be a vessel. Ah, you have to, okay. You have to kill the vessel to get... Yeah, you have to kill the, the soul inside, Correct. basically. So, and she doesn't even know she's doing this at, at the beginning. But the way we watch, and I'm sorry, why didn't Tony Collette get nominated for this? I don't even like the movie. But she got royally screwed for not getting nominated for an Oscar for this role. Well, they it's hate, embarrassing. They hate horror movies. I don't care. It's embarrassing for Seriously. them. And I'm like, I'm embarrassed by them every year. I still watch them because I just love movies and it's just fun for me. And I always do my little, like, scorecard. But when she didn't get a nomination even, I was embarrassed. Like, no. more so than I have been. She would be your Jim Carrey award. Pretty much, yes. Right now. <laughs> um, she's great in this movie. She's great in all movies, but in this movie specifically. And what's terrifying is we get to watch her slowly deteriorate to the point where she's not even recognizable as the person at the beginning of the movie anymore. Oh, yeah. Because the cult, which apparently is supernatural in some way, has basically fully corrupted her and taken her over. And everything's normal in the first act. In the second act, you can see her falling apart, and you can really start to sense that, like, unease about her and how things are going to go south quickly. But by the third act, no, I I don't want this in my house. She's not human anymore. No, something, I don't know what's going on. It's it's unbelievably scary, though. And there's a scene where her son in the movie, played by one of the Wolf Brothers, I can't remember which one right now, um, wakes up and is looking around his room because he heard a noise. And he gets up and he's standing there. And it's all black, obviously. We have, like, the moonlight and all that stuff. A little bit of illumination. And she is hugging the corner of the room, stalking him. But not just any corner. She's not on the ground. She is in on the damn ceiling, <laughs> watching him. 
Yeah. And then he leaves the hallway. He, he walks down the hallway, leaves, go to the living room. And when he walks in, she's in the corner of that ceiling now. Like, and my mind is just like, did she teleport there? Did she crawl there? Because if she crawled there, I'm out. Turn the movie <laughs> off. I don't, I, people crawling across ceilings, just leave, unless you're Spider-Man, don't do it. Just don't do it. It's creepy. Well, doesn't she also like cut off her own head by like using. So that's at the end. Yeah. Yeah. She, she kills her husband, sets him on fire with the fireplace. Oh, yeah. And stalks this son, cuts off her own head as part of this cult that she didn't even know she was a part of. And the whole time, Tony Collette's eyes are just mesmerize, mesmerizing and also horrifying. Yeah. When she's on camera and you have to look at her, it is like looking to, into an abyss that you cannot escape. Yeah. It and is I wonderful. Love it. Great and it performance. Scares the hell out of me every time I watch it. Good pick. All right, we're moving on. We're into our twos. Yes. Our top twos. Top twos. What is your number two scariest movie character of all time? So dramatic. Dun dun dun. dun. Wait, that's <laughs> not the right music. That's not the scary music. What's the scary music that goes like dun, that? Dun, dun, dun. That's it. <laughs> I'm an idiot. It's fine. It's late at night, <laughs> it, okay? <laughs> try it again. Ready? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Beautiful. I don't even think that was right. And All right. Anyway, up. moving on. Hit me with your number two. <laughs> yeah, don't... That sounded bad. <laughs> Say your number two scariest character. God, I need to go to bed. <laughs> go. My second scariest... Cat movie character of all time is actually another group of characters. It is the Gremlins from Gremlins. Boo. Don't boo me. Boo. They are terrifying. Boo this woman. No. The I this is the one that I swear people will try and fight me on. But Does it hold up? One three on Twitter. Tell her how wrong she <laughs> is about this one. <laughs> Alright, no. Go ahead. Tell me why. So, you know, you get Gizmo. He is wonderful, a cute little fluffy animal that is so nice. That everybody wants, yeah. That everybody wants, except he definitely looks like Furbies, which are the spawn of the devil. But you get him wet, you feed him after midnight, and suddenly he's many, many green monsters that are evil and want to murder everything. Want to... Break things, trash things, murder things. They're just evil. But at least they're funny when they do it. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> okay. This could be childhood trauma talking because I watched this movie at a birthday party when I was like 10. And it was a sleepover birthday party where they stuck me next to an open uh, fireplace that was making noise all night. And we watched this dang movie. And it terrified me. Just and I was, start a fire. I was then they can't literally come in. so worried that these gremlins were going to come down the chimney and kill me. All right, how old were you? I said like 10. Okay. That's and a little ever too since, old. I've literally had an issue with this movie. Like we did a shorts video on it recently uh, for our TikTok yeah, and YouTube. Yeah, if you want to see that, go to YouTube, look up Does It Hold Up? You'll see our profile image. Click that. You can find this podcast on there, too, but of lots of other fun content. Yeah. So we do fun facts on there, and one of them was for Gremlins, and I had to scour through some video to, to make it look nice, and I was having, like, flashbacks. I was so, so terrified <laughs> of these characters. Oh just watching. I didn't even have to listen to it. Just watching these characters on screen. But I was like, so nope, a, nope, mm -mm, nope. They're so mm -mm. cute. Like, I want to get one, put it on a leash, and walk it around the neighborhood. Why would you want that? They're adorable. I would purposely feed them after midnight. I no. want more of them. No. You're... No. Ugh. No. Oh, wait. You so want to put them... So you've one. never seen Gremlins 2, the new batch? No, I avoided it. Like the Aww. plague. Like the plague, these things are the spawn of devil. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Okay. I don't That's... think you understand how visceral this is. I mean, is. I can't really... I can't really say anything. I... One of my options was, or one of my picks was the Chernabog. <laughs> a musical number scared me. I mean, it, it is pretty scary. 
So I'll, I'll give you as long as like you're still good with Mogwai, which oh, is yeah. what Gizmo is. He's it's only when they get well, only when they turn into gremlins that they're scary. Yes, the Mogwai are fine. Yes. Okay. So basically, follow the dang rules, or we're, we're gonna good. have a problem. All right. So don't I won't feed it after midnight or get it wet, and then introduce you to it. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. That's okay. What's your number two? My number two is from an oldie but a goodie. Okay. It's not Freddy. Okay. It's not Jason. Ooh. It's not Michael Myers. Okay. It's one of the other classics. Mmm. It's a chainsaw wielding, <gasps> masked up Leatherface. Dun dun. Duh. Leatherface is super scary because, one, he's based in reality. Yeah. You know, a lot of what that movie is was an amalgamation of of serial killers. Yeah. Stories about them. Like and, Gacy yeah, and all them. Yeah, Ed Gain and stuff like that. And they use that to tell this story. So, like, things they do, things that he does based in reality. The fact that someone out there existed like that is already terrifying. Yeah. Then you add in the apron and the mask, and what a visual. Just horrific to look at. Oh, yeah. And then you add in a chainsaw, which is one of the most terrifying and scary weapons or tools ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. You could have a puny knife, or you could have a chainsaw. Yeah, like... Oh, Michael Myers, you're coming at me with a kitchen knife. I don't care. Oh, Freddy, you have finger claws. So does Wolverine. <laughs> so does Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. But this man, who is like three times my size, because he's not a little man by any means, and he's not just tall, he's a pork boy, Yeah, is coming at you full speed with a chainsaw? I'm going to nope the hell right out of there. Mm-hmm. I, it, no, I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it. And the, the fact that he's part of a family who's also terrifying in their own right? Yeah. No. What? You're driving down a desolate road in Texas, and this family says they'll help you because your car broke down, and now all of a sudden you're in some weird cannibal shit, and this dude with a chainsaw is chasing you. I want no part of that. This is why you just like, don't go to Texas. He, he's in... <laughs> yeah, he's in Texas. Whatever the furthest point on the map is from Texas in the whole world, I need to find a house there. I want to be <laughs> as far away from Texas as possible. Yeah. In the most secured, fortified house I can find. Because I don't want the Chernobyl getting me. <laughs> I don't want I don't want Annie hanging out in my corners. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want three random people showing up being like we're going to break in and kill you. No, I don't want any of that. And I sure as hell don't want a chainsaw guy standing outside my door waiting for me. No, thank you. <laughs> like, okay, any haunted house you ever go to, what's what's all the staples? You get a ghost person. Mm -hmm. You get a zombie kind of person. Yep. You get a monster of some kind. Mm -hmm. And you get a damn chainsaw guy. Oh, yeah. Every haunted house I've ever been to, there's a chainsaw guy. Where do you think they got that from? Oh, yeah. There's not a Michael Myers always walking around. There's not a Freddy always walking around. There's not a Jason always walking around. There's not a ghost face. There's none of those mother... There's always a chainsaw guy. Because they know how terrifying and viscerally frightening that concept is. I've worked several haunted houses. Well, like little haunted forest tours or whatever for the YMCA. And there is always a uh, chainsaw guy. Always. Without the chain, of course, you know, gotta be safe. But as soon as you hear that noise, you're like, nope, I'm out. No. They, I, every haunted house I've ever been to, some of the biggest screams come from the chainsaw guy while they're waiting in line to get in the damn house. Mm -hmm. They're not even in the house yet. And this dude comes booking it with a chainsaw and people lose their minds. That is how good it is. So the fact that that man could exist? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I want no freaking part of that. Yep. None. Though, isn't their whole thing to, like, eat people? Yeah. I don't care about that. It, it, no. I'm just saying a chainsaw is probably a terrible idea for that. You're ruining your meat. 
No, no, no. You're just getting through the bone. It's fine. Also, <laughs> like, I would sacrifice my foot to get away from him. That's fair. If he's like, hey, I want to eat you, I'll be like, I'll cut off my own damn foot and give it to you if you just leave me the hell alone. <laughs> like, what do you want? I will go find other people that you can have if you just leave me the hell alone. Basically, ask if he wants to be the guy from uh, Fresh, Steve yeah. from Fresh. Yeah. Be like, do you want, like, a bit of my butt? Like, I will what do you want? find other people for you if I have to. Just, I want, I want to be nowhere near you. Like, if, if they were like, hey... Do you want to be in a room alone with actual serial killers or in a room alone with Leatherface? I'm going to pick the real serial killer. I don't want to be near Leatherface ever. (laughs) So, so scary. All right. Before we get into our number ones, we're going to run through. We have a, there's a lot of scary people. In movies. So many. So many. It was hard to make this list. So we have a crap ton of honorable mentions. So we're going to run through them real quick so that we got we can bring you our scariest movie characters of all time. Yes. All right. So give me like two of yours. Uh, two of your honorable mentions. Only two? No, no, no. You can give me more, but just give me two for now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, the shadow creature from Bird Box. Okay. Why? Why scary? Because he's inescapable for the most part. You look him in the eye, you're dead. That is simple as that. So we don't even get to see what's coming after us. We just know it would kill us. Cool. Next? Uh, then I'm going to go with the raptors in the first three Jurassic Park movies. I can't go into the Jurassic World ones because as soon as they became the Jurassic, the motorcycle Raptor Bro friends, whatever they're called, they they lost everything for me. But in those first three Jurassic Park movies, they are absolutely terrifying. How intelligent they are and how coordinated they are. They are lethal. Like imagine that tall grass scene, terrifying. <laughs> uh, no, I just want one as a pet too. I mean, you are you are picking a lot of pets of mine. So I would want one as a pet too, but I'm you know, offended. also no. would be terrified of it at okay. the same time. Here's two of my honorable mentions. Okay, the Xenomorph from the Alien franchise, classic, stealthy, yes, quiet, yes, impregnates you Ooh. to to spawn more. Yep, acid blood, slimy and gross, which makes it and super strong, and basically you don't want to you don't want to go near it. The acid blood totally gets in the way of the whole impregnating thing, I feel like. No, it's fine. Why? Why? I feel like that would just, you know, burn you from the inside out. No. no. That's completely different. Uh, Number two actually comes from our buddy, Maddie, over at the No Nerds Were Harmed podcast. Hi, Maddie. What up, Maddie? (laughs) Uh, If you guys haven't listened to that podcast, you should go check it out. They do gaming news, nerd news comic book stuff, and they talk movies as well. They go into in-depth about some good movies. Um, You should definitely check it out. Uh, But we were talking about it, and he suggested Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, played by Christian Bale, and I have to agree. Terrifying person who is a serial killer and will be your best friend until he snaps and murders you. I feel like that's a lot of He's like, friends. yo, I'm just hanging out. We're just <laughs> hanging out. Everything's cool. You want a beer? <laughs> and you're dead. And it's like, oh, cool. But he also takes a sick pleasure in it, which makes him a lot scarier oh, as well. That's like, fair. he has fun. He dances. He It's weird. That's fair. He has sex with blood on. Like, it's Ooh, weird. Yeah. It's weird. That's a little much. So he's definitely scary. All right, give me two more. Uh, I will go with Miranda from Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> You never okay. said it had to be I, a, a horror movie. I specifically said it didn't have to be a horror movie. <laughs> For this reason. She is one of those bosses that literally, her looks could kill you. That whole idea of a look can kill. Her looks kill. She just eyes you up and down and you're like, I have to change everything about myself. I'm not okay. I'm not worthy. <laughs> oh, you know, bow down to her. <laughs> not somebody I would think of as scary, but I imagine she would terrify a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. All right, give me another one. Uh, the Creature from Life, that outer space movie. Yep, 2017. The Life. idea that it could just literally make you explode. 
by squeezing you so much that you become jelly. Like, oh, that movie was hard to get through. But it's also like, did you guys ever play with like goop growing up? Yeah. It was like goop or something like that is what it was called. Like slime. Yeah. That's all it is. Imagine playing with slime as a kid and all of a sudden it starts squeezing your arm until your arm pops off. Yeah. And becomes that goop, basically. Gross. Yeah. Great pick. All right. Here's my next two. Seth Brundle from The Fly. That's just body horror. To the extreme. Just looking at him is, makes me want to throw up. Yep. Let alone like him trying to talk and no, no, I'm out. Um, then I got the shark from Jaws, Bruce. Classic. Just, you know, everybody was scared. You know, it, it, nobody swam. I after mean, that movie after that out. movie, shark movies were just, every time you saw a shark, you're like, nope, mm-mm. Right, nope. like people wouldn't swim anymore. They were like, I mean, that's why the whole tagline, you never know when it's safe to go back in the water. Like, yeah. Just when you the thought it was safe. The water was never safe again. No. First of all, it's their home. Yes. So everybody chill. Of course they're going to be you, there. You, they you, live there. You broke into their house. They have a right to defend themselves. <laughs> but just like the size of Bruce and the way the movie didn't show him and built attention to him just puts you on edge. And then when he's shown, he's big. He's terrifying. Yeah. All right. Give me some more. The bunny from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> Uh, okay all right we get a little off track here we were talking scary yes this is a comedy but that creature is scary it's literally a cute little white bunny that's like hopping around they're like ha 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 it's a bunny but it's littered with a field of corpses because it can just take off your head with one bite that's okay it, I uh, never I'll, look at bunnies the same way I'll again. give you that, but that, that got me off guard because that's a full-blown <laughs> comedy. Yes, and but a yes. white... Okay. I don't look at them. All right. Uh, a couple more from me. I got Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Clearly scary. He gets into your dreams. He's unstoppable. There's no escape. You, you can't get away from him. You can fight, but you'll never win. Yep. Then I got Annie Wilkes. Apparently, don't hang out with... If your girlfriend or wife is named Annie, Run. Yeah, they're probably psycho. Run. Just just run, because this is the second Annie on my list. <laughs> uh, Annie Wilkes from Misery. She's an obsessive fan, kidnaps an author, uh, makes him write stuff, and then when he tries to escape, breaks his legs with a sledgehammer. Yeah, I didn't say he could leave. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody out there would like to be an obsessive fan of the Does It Hold Up podcast, please reach out to us and let us know. We can make arrangements. Anyway, all right. <laughs> I was like, hey, someone's speaking for himself here. <laughs> okay, uh, give me some more. I have Mrs. Trunchbull from Matilda. Okay. Still going off track a little bit of, of horror, but she's, as a kid, was terrifying. She can hammer throw you. Uh, I also have the Basilisk from Harry Potter. Ooh, okay. Mainly because I'm terrified of snakes, but it is a ginormous snake that can kill you with is just scratching your arm. That's a de- definitely another another personal one for you with the giant snake thing. Oh, yeah. All right. I have Pennywise from Stephen King's It, not the Bill Skarsgård version what? from the new one. He's scary. He is. But he doesn't scare me as much because I would never go near him. That's fair. He's always scary. I'm going with the Tim Curry version from the made-for-TV movie of 1990 because he looks like a really cool clown. <laughs> like, I want a, blo- a balloon animal. I want to hang out. I want him to do tricks for me. And then when I turn around to be like, hey, mom, look at me. Look what I got. He's going to eat me. He's going to rip me apart. He's going to feed on my flesh and my soul. And it's going to feed him for the next 27 years. But he started out so damn sweet. I don't know. The Bill Skarsgård's version in the second one with the little kid. The, the kid underneath the stance. That was so cute. No, it wasn't. He was terrifying, though. He hid in shadows. That's a problem. He always came across as creepy. It doesn't work for me. That's fair. Tim Curry was like, I'm standing in the middle of the sun and I'm super lit up and <laughs> and then he eats you and it's like, come on. So, no, he's terrifying. Um, I also have the twins from The Shining. There's a lot of scary people in The Shining. Twins are always scary. Yep. Especially little girl twins who are alone in a hotel and if any little twins ever were in a hotel hallway and I'm walking around and they're like, come play with me. Nope. I'm turning around and running the other way. First of all, I don't want to get the cops involved. <laughs> and secondly, where the hell are your parents? What is happening here? 
hate that, hate all of it, too creepy, and they speak in unison. Do not speak in unison. It is not cute. It's never cute. Never. I don't care if you're a five-year-old twin or a 75-year-old twin. Do not speak in unison. I will punch you in your face. <laughs> no, thank you. You got any more? Yeah, I got a, a few. Okay, go. Um, I have the zombies from Army of the Dead. Zombies that are intelligent and can procreate and maybe are robots. Who knows? But, like, they're creepy just because of their intelligence. Right. Anybody uh, who listens to this, if we can start hashtag answer, answer the question, Snyder, we need to find out what was with those zombies in Army of the Dead. Because I'm pretty sure they're just robots. They spark when they die and they bleed blue. It's weird. Pretty sure they're robots. Yep. But they are scary. The idea like, so zombies were always like slow moving. And then World War Z was like, hold on, they're going to be really fast. And it was like, that's scary. Um, so yeah, definitely World War Z made them fast, which was scary. Snyder made them intelligent, scarier. Um, I have one more, well, two more. Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men, because he's just a psychopath. And it's really scary. And if you've never seen that movie, you should definitely go watch it. You will be terrified by this character. And last honorable mention from me is uh, Count Orlok from Nosferatu. Ooh, yeah. The first vampire movie. He's basically a, a Dracula type creature. And the way he looks, the way he moves, the fact that he's a vampire. You know, vampires don't really get me. I don't care. They're not scary. This one, on the other hand, so scary. Yep. Can't deal with it. All right. You got any other honorable mentions? Last one. Yep. Uh, a clown dummy from Hell House LLC. A wonderfully, almost underrated horror movie found footage that had this uh, dummy that lo- was dressed up like a clown that would be looking in the right direction when it panned over once, you pan over it again, it's suddenly looking at you. And it does this time and time again. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. I've seen that. It's like, you you can watch him all you want and you'll look for movement. It won't happen until you least expect it. And then all of a sudden there's a subtle shift in the way he's looking, in the way he's standing, the fact that he's sitting up more. I'm good. Yep. Yep. All right. I don't have any more honorable mentions, but I do have a dis- honorable mention Ooh, okay i don't care what everybody else says this person is not scary stop making movies stop doing anything people who are afraid of this person unless you have an actual fear that's different but chucky from child's play is not scary guys by any means it is a doll it is like a two foot tall doll pick it up throw it out the window i was gonna say i always want to just punt it across the right, yard like, what, what are y'all screaming for and running? He's got itty-bitty tiny legs. For every step you take, he has to run a mile. <laughs> Just walk slowly away and you will probably succeed. I mean, take a bat to him. Right? Like, my dog needs a chew toy. I will pick him up, disarm him, throw him to my dog. Like, I do not understand. Lock him in a cage. I don't think his little stubby hands probably can't work a lock. Just yep. lock him up. I don't understand why people think he's scary. And why people are scared of those movies. It just never has made sense to me. Unless you're like afraid of dolls and puppets and stuff like that. But if you're just, if you don't have that fear, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I he agree. is not scary. Yeet his ass across the room and leave. Yep. All right. Into our number ones. Yes. Drum roll, please, for your number one. The Thing. From The Thing. I love it. Gotta love the movies that are named after The Thing That's Scary. (laughs) (laughs) But this creature can take the shape and memories of any person or creature that it wants to. It eats them and then becomes them. So you never know if the person sitting next to you is actually that person or The Thing. And that is absolutely terrifying to me because you are more likely to kill a friend than the foe. You will never know when he's coming. You 
have no way to basically stop him except for fire, but apparently that doesn't fully work because he just keeps spreading. Nothing works. Nothing works. You will never stop the thing. In fact, the thing is probably around us right now. It's and probably you. And we don't even you. know it. That is it. It could be. It might be. You don't have any metal on you. That's that's fair. <laughs> I had to check. I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, it, that, it, oh God, the thing is so good. He's so scary. And not to mention when it becomes all like body horror of having the two like people melded together. Oh God. I love that part. Having them being like burned partly. Yeah. It's Uh, so gross. For me, it's like, he's, the thing is terrifying itself, but when the, the epitome of why the thing is so scary is the end of the movie. When yeah. McCready and uh, I can't remember the other character's name are sitting around a fire thinking they may have won but still are on edge and they both take a sip of whiskey and you're just like, oh my God, one of them's the thing. Yep. We don't know which one. The movie doesn't tell us. Yep. We'll never know which one was the thing. There's lots of theories out there of which one it was or if any of them were. But the idea of that, of like, oh man, you didn't even win. You fought for this hour and a half long movie. You fought and you fought and you fought and you didn't even win. Yeah. What the hell? It is so, so scary. And you might never win. No. We're all just the thing now. Um. All right. My number one is from a more modern movie. Okay. It's only like... 10 years old, 12 years old, somewhere around there. Stars Ethan Hawke, and it's called Sinister. Ooh, okay. Great movie, scary movie. If yeah. you've never seen it, watch it for Halloween this year. It's so good, and it will terrify you. But the character I'm speaking of is named Bagul. 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 It's a demon. Demons Classic. are inherently scary to me. Like... The Exorcist Demon, Pazuzu, whatever. Get I mean, out. like a name with Pazuzu. It's kind right, of... like, you're a joke. Yeah. Get out. Other demons, I don't care. You're a demon. Just do, go about your business and, and leave. But Bagul, I don't know his endgame. I have no idea what he wants. Well, I do know kind of what he wants. He wants your kids. I don't have any kids. Maybe Bagul's the reason I don't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I am not giving him any reason to come to me. Um, but he, he steals kids. But he steals kids after one major thing. Mm. He convinces these kids to kill their families. Their entire families. In creative so ways, if I in remember. This, in this movie, Ethan Hawke plays a writer who's, who's trying to write a new book. And he writes like true horror, true, true crime books. And moves into a house where a family was killed. And in the attic, he finds a bunch of old film reel and an old projector. And he's watching it. And they're home movies. They're home movies of murders, of the families being murdered. There's one where, like, the family is tied to, to like, lawn chairs, and then they're pushed into a pool. Oof. There's another one where they're all hung from a tree branch. There's another one where they all get set on fire. Like, they're terrifying. And it's, like, seven-year-old, six-year-old kids committing these atrocious murders, all at the behest of... Of Bagul, who somehow invades your home, invades your life, manipula- manipulates your child to kill the family, and then takes the kid with him. It's not like he just like scars, like he wants to kill the family. He takes the damn kid and goes, and he collects all these little kids. And I'm just like, what the f- <laughs> Kids in movies are terrifying to me. Because kids are just scary in general. That's fair. They're creepy. Not, not, not like my friend's kids aren't creepy. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes. But in movies, kids, they're weird to me. A lot of times I'm just like, first of all, you're not a good actor. Second of all, just, just go away. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So the fact that he's coming for the kids, who he makes commit these crimes... So scary. But then he's also really scary to look at. 
got long black hair, white face. He hides in the shadows. He does that thing you were talking about, the clown from Hell House, where it's like he moves when you don't expect him to move. Mm -hmm. Because, like, imagine watching a movie like 18 times. And then on the 19th time, all of a sudden there's another person in the movie. There's a car- there's a creature. There's Bagul just chilling in the movie. I'd be not, like, nope. And you were I'm like, you were like, setting I fire to this one. I didn't see you before, but maybe I'm blind. So you just watch it anyway. And then you look away for a second. You look back, and now Bagul is looking down the lens at you. And you're just like, no, you were looking the other way. Uh uh-uh. uh what are you doing? And then the next time you watch it, he's a little closer, and a little closer, and it's just like what. I'm not safe. Like, don't... If I'm watching a movie, don't break the fourth wall. Unless you're Deadpool and you can make a joke about it, don't do it. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm an audience member. I'm just watching. Do your thing. Yeah. Stay, stay in the movie. <laughs> but, like, at least Deadpool isn't going to come out and steal my kids and kill me. I mean, he might. I mean, he might. He might think it's funny. But he won't. Bagul, on the other hand, that's his entire job. Yeah. How do you stop that? You can't stop it. They don't stop it. There's a second movie, which isn't as good, but it's still scary as hell. Oh, yeah. I hate Bagul. (laughs) I hate Bagul. Like, my rule on how I picked number one was out of all of the horror movie people I could think of, who would I not want to be in a room alone with? And at the end of the day, it's Bagul. One, he's terrifying. Two, he has an army of terrifying little kids. And three, dude can come out of a movie. And I love movies. <laughs> so, no thank you, sir. Have a nice day. I'm never watching this again. Wonderful pick. Yeah. So, all right, guys. There you go. That's Emily's top five. My top five scariest movie characters of all time. Let us know on all the socials what you thought of our lists, what your list is, how you would change it, and whose list was better between the two of us. Ooh, competition. We want to know. We want to know. We we actually love hearing from people and getting interaction. We don't get as much as I would like, but hopefully we'll start getting more. Please come find us on Twitter at does it hold up 13 You can find us on Instagram at the same does it hold up 13 TikTok, does it hold up? Underscore between each word. You can find us also on Facebook, does it hold up? And YouTube, does it hold up? This podcast on there, plus all those other little fun content that we make. If you're not sure you're on the right, does it hold up person, look for our profile profile pic. It's a red and black theater with a movie screen that just says, does it hold up? Nice, easy, simple. If you see that, that's us. Come follow us. Come interact with us. We would love to hear your guys' feedback. Please. In the meantime, you guys know exactly what you need to do. And that is, as long as Bagul's not in it, (laughs) keep watching movies. Bye.